Welcome to the Beautiful Souls Podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. Oh my gosh, guys, I'm so excited to share this episode with you because... I think Jasmine is just an absolute star and we dive into so much raw and authenticity. Um, If you don't know Jasmine Kemp, um, she is a beautiful human being and an incredible uh, business coach that I'm currently working with. But the reason I wanted to bring her on too is because we speak a little bit about business, but we speak so much about like doing the work and life and like what actually matters. And I think whatever perspective you're in it, whether you are wanting to run an online business or you do or you don't, or you never want to, like, I think you're still going to get so much inspiration out of this. Um, because we see the glory in people's lives, but we don't hear the story. And so Jasmine authentically shares her story, which is so freaking powerful guys, like so powerful. Um, And I was just so hyped up after this episode. You guys are going to love it. But one more thing before we dive in is I want to share with you guys Reclamation, my incredible feminine empowerment program where we help you heal to empower is opening again. September 7th, we start, but the doors are officially open If you have the opportunity, you might catch the pre-sale. But if you cannot, I highly encourage, just get, get your butt in there. This is the program that I really believe that all women should take. The basis of the work that I do is self-worth first, mindset second. Because once we have a foundation of self-worth, we become unfuckwithable. (laughs) But then we need to know the mindset tools that actually help us get to that next level in our life. So this is my flagship life-changing self-worth program. If you guys go back through the podcast episode and you listen to some of the guests that I brought on, especially at the very beginning, like Carla, Mackenzie, Julie, they all went through this program. It was then called Worthy and now it's been rebranded to Reclamation, which just feels so much more authentic to the essence of the program. It's fucking incredible. Like, get in. Get your butt in there, okay? So check out the link below. We start September 7th live. Um, You get access whenever you join, but the live calls start on the 7th. You get a whole bunch of bonuses. It's incredibly accessible because that's so important to me. Um, And it absolutely will change your life if you decide to go all in. It has changed countless women's lives um, and it will continue to change countless women's lives because it is the most incredible self-empowerment program I've ever seen. So anyways, let's dive into Jasmine's episode. 
so you can get empowered as fuck and then join reclamation afterwards (laughs) enjoy my friends Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Beautiful Souls podcast. We have such a special guest for so many reasons. Um, Number one, because she's joining us from Australia. Number two, because she's actually my coach that I'm currently working with. And number three, because she's just like a fucking epic human being. Um, And I'm so grateful to be in her world and to learn from her and to have her wisdom to expand my business and my reality so I can reach more people. So I want to introduce to you the Jasmine Kemp. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm genuinely so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. I would love, like, what? how do you introduce yourself to people? I know, like... That is such a good question. I always introduce myself as Jasmine Camp. I'm a business coach and entrepreneur, essentially. Okay, well, that's... Keep it simple. I feel like whenever I'm asked that question, it gets me into a little bit of like of an existential quite crisis because I'm like, well, who am I though? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I can't think too much about it because um, it's like, yeah, I'm constantly shifting and redefining myself. Which, speaking of, I know that you've had such a big shift and ego death and redefinition to build the business that you're at now. But I would love for you to share a little bit about before the journey, little Jasmine, before she became an incredible online business coach, what led you to where you are now? Because I know you weren't as maybe self-aware or emotionally in tune before, um, mm-hmm. but now you have this incredible business where you focus on the inner work. So what's the story of what got you to where you are now? Mm, this is such a great question. And I've been thinking about this a lot and reflecting a lot lately on how to actually describe this to people in a way that would really understand for the longest time, I always felt like I was living two parallel lives. I really, really did. And when I was, I guess the journey started from when I left school, when this parallel life started happening, I was incredibly depressed and incredibly anxious and had absolutely zero emotional intelligence, no emotional awareness, no regulation tools whatsoever, because I grew up in a really chaotic childhood. And so one of my paths was this deep, dark hole of mental health and depression. And yet the other parallel life that I was living was my marketing career and it was thriving and growing. And I had opportunities land in my lap that you would not even think of for a woman that didn't go to university, that just got into jobs. And it it really was something else. And so when I left school, I really didn't know what I wanted to do because I didn't know who I was. I At that time, I actually didn't even want to be alive, right? And I thought, well, I just need to get a job. So I got a job as a marketing assistant and I was really upset that I got this job because I didn't want to do marketing. I hated marketing. What a bad job that is. Funny how we look back and it's like, huh, well, every road leads to home somewhere. And then I quit that job. I got another job. And when I was 23, I became a marketing manager on this $120 million project with a million dollar marketing budget for the year to spend on whatever I wanted, 23. And I remember I walked into this interview and he said to me, you have a million dollars to spend a year in marketing budget. And I just remember my entire body went into fight or flight because I was like, I don't know how to handle this amount of money in marketing. I've, I've worked in businesses where our marketing budget's like 50,000 a year, you know, still incredible, but 
not on that extreme. And then for that to come at such a big place, I was like, right, this is the moment where my career either makes or breaks. And this is where I sink or swim. And so we went into this project and I was marketing something that hadn't even come alive yet. So what I was marketing, it was student accommodation in Perth combined with a hostel, like a luxury hostel concept and a restaurant and all these commercial buildings underneath. So I was actually marketing four different businesses in one at 23, yet at the same time, what no one knew is I was so heavily depressed in my life. And so on the outside, it was like this 23-year-old had this incredible career. She was in newspapers. She was getting media and PR training. She had this incredible marketing budget. Like everything on the outside looked so good. And while, yes, my marketing skills are amazing because I was working directly with the CMO at the time who uh, and the, the parent company was worth $8 billion, So he was an incredibly marketing talented guy. I was so depressed, Danielle, so depressed. And I didn't know what to do anymore. And so while my marketing career was taking off, the parallel was that during that 10-year marketing career sprint, I didn't want to live, which is so fucking heartbreaking to say because where I am now is a completely different place and we'll get into that, I'm sure, as the story goes. But I, I've been in like psychiatric wards multiple times for depression suicide, self-harm, you know, just to keep me alive because my parents at the time didn't know what to do and I didn't know what to do. And it's such an interesting, such an interesting journey that where I've ended up now is I hated my life. I hated marketing. And yet I've come into this beautiful part of my life where I fucking love business. I fucking love the inner work. I love my life so much. And it's like these two parallel lives have literally just come together in this beautiful career of mine today. And it actually makes sense. It makes so much sense. How do you, how did you get through those times when you were, and like, I can imagine that that would have been so challenging having all of this external success, but internally struggling. And I think that in the social media age that we are in now, it's usually, a very similar story, right? People are like presenting all fine on the outside, but inside they're struggling. And I don't think that we have to share everything that we're going through as we're going through it. But how did you manage that? And like, what's the thing that got you emotionally to where you are now? Because emotionally now you're such a, like I know even from working with you, you're such a safe person to be with and like non-judgmental and incredibly accepting, but you would have had to do a lot of work to get to that point. Mm, that's such a great question. And I feel like in those moments, like you, you do the therapy, you learn the basic skills. I remember the first skill that I had ever learned was just being in the present moment and looking at the colors. Okay. Can I identify black? Can I identify white? Can I identify blue? Right. The simplest of simple things. And that I will never forget. I was in the shower at one point, just crying and sobbing from so much depression. And this thing clicked. I was like, right, Let's look at the colors. Let's just come back to the present moment. And I remember that activity and that kind of changed the whole trajectory of my life, which is really interesting because it was in that moment I witnessed the power of myself to be able to make a different choice, but also the power of the present moment and how being in the present moment and trusting yourself to make a different decision means that everything in life can be okay, regardless of what comes, and that I have the tools and resources and the skills to be able to change my life. Even if it's minuscule changes every single day, I knew in that moment I'm on the right path and it's going to be okay. 
And so from there, I did a lot of like somatic therapy. So, um, you know, body therapy through the body, emotional release, um, a lot of grieving, a lot of crying, a lot of rewiring of the nervous system and of my belief patterns and, you know, really understanding what happened to me in my childhood and how I can change that now as an adult because I can be the healthy parent to myself, which is such a beautiful discovery. And it's just a rinse and repeat of building on those self-aware, self-regulation activities to become a more aware human of who you are. And it's hard work. It is the hardest work to work on yourself. And I know no matter what anyone's journey is, like this inner work and the self-discovery work is so damn hard. It's a challenge, but it's the greatest gift you will ever give yourself. And so sometimes in those moments, you have to grit your teeth. Sometimes in those moments, you have to look at yourself and be like, oh God, that's horrible, but I'm willing to change that about myself. And today's the first day I get to do that. And that's a fucking gift. Mm. I love that you said come back to the present moment because that's something that I was taught as an athlete as well. Not with colors though. I've never even thought about that, but with sounds and coming back to this moment. And it's just really like, it's in those simple tasks like that is your, you get to see that your brain can choose differently And I think when we're brought up, we don't actually know that our brain can choose differently. And we think that we are basically in the passenger seat to our mind. And um, it's so powerful to start to have those emotional regulation and like spiritual, emotional, mental tools to just support us through that. And so it's, yeah, it's so cool that that was such a big part because it's, It's funny because I found you without knowing any of your story. And so it's okay. I was like, who is this marketing girl? She's just this gorgeous girl in Perth that just ran Facebook ads. Like she don't, you know, we all like, look, I'm a very nice and non-judgmental person. But if I, if I was like to say like the little, the little bee inside of all of us, I was like, who does this girl think that she is? Like, and then I started to get, you know, you, and I was like, oh, wow, she's actually really dope. I like her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's cool because like we, I think, and I've been speaking about this a lot this week particularly like so often we see this the glory but not the story that Mm -hmm. has led people to where they are and also it's so cool to see how through your story even though there was these two parallel lives it's exactly what you needed to have the emotional mental spiritual tools do what you do now because it is the combination of both in this like wacky way that you probably would have never believed all of those years ago right it definitely has you know when people like oh it's my soul's purpose and for a long time you're like oh that's just wanky bullshit right it's like no I know that this is my soul's purpose and I know that I needed to go through those two parallel lives all the horrible things that happened all of those mental games the psychiatric wards like I know I needed to go through that to be the woman I am today and to be the coach that I am today like I truly believe the reason I'm such a safe human and that I truly understand humans is because I've been to the bottom and back multiple times and I've rebuilt myself from there right and I think like that's just the journey. And now I'm like, I I always used to be resentful of my path. And now it's just integrated and been like, no, that was actually so beautiful because this is where I am now. And I hold so much gratitude for all the most past versions of myself that went through that to make me the woman I am today. And yeah, absolutely no greater gift really. Mm. Mm. What gave you the courage to step out of working for someone else to become an entrepreneur? That's a great question. 
I remember in my last corporate job, the really big one, they, I was going in for my annual review and I was going to get this like incredible pay rise, like incredible. And I was walking to work that day and I was just like, this is not it. This is just not it. You know, when your intuition just tells you it's not it. And mm-hmm. I was walking from the train station to my work and I called my dad. And I was like, dad, I don't want the pay rise. I want to quit. And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, I, I, if I can do this for this company, I'm sure I can take this skill set and apply it to, you know, a small business and help them, right? That was like the first bit of kind of light that I saw in this journey. And my dad was like, well, Jazz, if that's what you want to do, do it. He's like, I've got you. Like, you can do this. And it was not really the response I was expecting because the parent is always kind of happy to see their child succeeding in the corporate role because that's the traditional way. But it was that moment, it was almost that permission that I needed to hear, but also for myself to be like, okay, I can make this decision. And I walked into the office and I said, I I don't want the pay rise, I'm quitting. And they were shocked. And it was a a room of three men, like three high up men from the head office, the $8 billion company, like really high, like next to the position of the CEO. I was like, I quit. And they were just shocked, like absolutely shocked. And I remember I walked out of that office shaking from the adrenaline, but also had so much liberation knowing that this is my time now. It's my Mm -hmm. time. It's not my time to serve in this capacity. It's my time to serve at a higher capacity. And that was so exciting. And at the time I had a mortgage. And so it was a little bit frightening, you know, because everyone feels like, oh, I can't quit my nine to five because I've got, you know, all these financial liabilities. And while that's true because we have an adult responsibility, I also truly believe we can make it work because we're so fucking incredible as humans. We have so much power. Like we are so resourceful. If we need to make it work, we will. And that's what I did. And sometimes I feel like that fire under my ass with that mortgage made me build my business so damn quickly because I needed to pay my bills. And I also really wanted to trust myself. And it was, I think within four months of starting my business in the marketing agency, I already hit a 10K month. And I was like, I know I'm onto something here. I know I'm on. And then the journey just continued from there. Because you were and you created a marketing agency before you do what you do now, right? And so how... What like led you to transition to business coaching? Because you were running a really successful marketing agency from my understanding. Mm, I was running a really successful marketing agency. We were specializing in ads, funnels, and social media strategy for primarily coaches specifically. Um, And it was amazing. Like, don't get me wrong. I loved it. I had employees. I had virtual assistants. Like I had a company, right? I wasn't just freelancing. Like it was a proper business. And I remember again, one day, you know, the intuition was like, this is not it. This is not it. Like there is a reason I went through the parallel life of my mental health. There is a reason I went through that. And I don't know what that reason is yet, but something is ticking. Like something is ticking here. And so one day my partner at the time, he could see, I just wasn't in my business anymore. Like I was still showing up and doing the thing and giving 110%, but I wasn't feeling anything. It was almost Mm. like I was numb towards my business. And he was like, Jazz, like, why don't you do coaching? Why don't you teach people what you're doing? And I was like, I can't be a coach. I can't do that. 
you know, and because you're comparing against this person and this person and this person and starting from scratch again after building yourself so much success is fucking terrifying, might I add. Mostly the ego is telling you no because how are people going to judge and perceive you, first of all? But second of all, like, can I do this again? Was it a fluke? I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. And we had this conversation and he's like, Jasmine, just pay for a designer to do your damn branding and just go for it. And it's like, I will never forget that conversation. We're sitting outside in the sun, having like a cup of coffee. And I was like, okay, I sent the email then and there. I got the branding done and there was no backing out after that, right? Because I made a financial commitment to myself. I made a commitment to my partner at the time. And I made a commitment to myself at the time. And then we started. I started with $80 an hour sessions, ad hoc sessions. Ad hoc (laughs) sessions to help you set up your Facebook ads, right? And I was just guiding people through on Zoom, just like we're here today. Click this button and then click this button and then do this and let's look at your ad copy. And I was doing probably like five of those a week. And then I started selling people into three-month Facebook ad coaching containers. And then people started asking questions outside of ads, like how do I do my email sequences? How does my social media feed into this? Like, you know, all the pieces of the puzzle coming together. And I don't know how, but all of this like knowledge started coming out from all the years that I had accumulated in marketing and sales and working in these big businesses. And I thought, right, the marketing agency's done. I know it's done. And I sold my client base to another marketing agency, closed Mm -hmm. down that business and started full-time coaching. And I went backwards in business for a little bit because obviously you're starting from scratch. And that was a really big ego hit that I needed to have with myself and a really big conversation, a really big lesson. But I gripped my teeth. I went through it. And the rest is pretty much history because now I'm here in this big, beautiful coaching business that is so, you know, for me, wildly successful beyond my wildest dreams with so much freedom and the most aligned clients. And I fucking love what I do every single day. And it's just beautiful. Mm, that's such a cool story. And I, I love how ballsy that you are, that you're just like, you kind of burned it to the ground twice before you got to where you are now. You're like, fuck it. See ya. Bye. Peace. You know, and I think people are so afraid to do that when usually on the other side of that big leap of fear, there's so much expansion and so much greatness. And, you know, I know like I wouldn't be in this space if you hadn't done what you had done you know what i mean and we wouldn't know each other and there's so much beauty that comes on the other side of that leap of fear what are the things that you love about the coaching side of business that you never really got in marketing Mm, it's that human to human connection and it's really discerning like when you're having a conversation with a client it's discerning for me like this is what lights me up it's like is it actually a strategy question or is it something so much deeper And then if it's deeper, like let's dive into that and let's unravel that and let's really see what you're choosing not to see or you're maybe unaware of and let's allow you to personally grow and develop, right? I fucking love strategy. I will always be a strategy girl. There is so much power in that, but the juice is the human development and witnessing these women step into their power, their expansion, their magnetism. And as a result, their business grows. They make so much money. They build so much success for themselves. And that is the most incredible thing ever. Did you see the people that you were just working in the marketing agency that like you weren't providing them with the, let's say the work, the inner work, right? 
did you see a difference, you know, being on one side where you were like just purely strategy, right? And you're just like focusing on, okay, like do the marketing thing instead of the funnel. Whereas now you do that. Um, but even, you know, it's funny because like I've had calls with Jasmine and I'm like, we talk about the strategy for like 10 minutes and she's like, yeah, just do this, this, and this. Like, that's so easy. But then it's like, what's all the stuff coming up in resistance to the strategy, right? Did you see a difference like going from just doing strategy to doing like inner work and strategy in like people's results or people's fulfillment? Mm, I think like, you know, this is such an interesting question. We can give you any strategy in the book. Like I've got hundreds of strategies I can give out right now to every business owner and I guarantee you they're going to work. Like Mm. I just know it. The thing is, is if you can't carry out the strategy, if you can't believe in the strategy, if you can't embody the strategy, if you can't believe in the transformation you're going to give, if you're not comfortable with being seen and showing up consistently, if you have all of these different wounds that are coming to the service, the strategy doesn't matter. Like it literally doesn't because you're the only one that can carry out the strategy. Yes, you can get a VA to implement or a marketing agency to implement. But at the end of the day, the sales and the transformation is reliant on you. And if you can't fully embody that with such a deep level of self-trust, it doesn't matter. And so I truly believe like once I started implementing that real deep work and, you know, the shadow work, inner child work, mindset work, emotional regulation tools, everything like that, my clients started skyrocketing because they started believing in themselves and their mission. And we weren't looking for another Band-Aid solution, AKA the strategy, because it was never the strategy in the first place. And that's why people can have shiny object object syndrome, right? Because it's like, oh, well, I'll just go to this strategy and then this strategy and then this strategy worked for someone. But just like you said, like you have all the strategies in the world and all of them do work. But if you don't have the right energetic like space within yourself behind it, then it can just tank. And or you can feel the resistance to even creating the thing. And that's something that we like brought to the surface for me is I was, you know, one of the many reasons I wanted to work with Jasmine is just to help with some structures in my business. And I have so many incredible things that I offer can offer to people, but there's only so much of me. And so creating ways for me to do that more automatedly, automatically. (laughs) Um, And uh, she was helping me. So basically I was creating this like funnel and I like knew everything that I need to do. And I've been wanting to do this for like a couple of years, but I just, I didn't have the strategy, but I asked her the strategy and she's like, yeah, just do this, this, and then she's like, it was so simple. Um, and, but then I still felt such resistance. And I remember we like had a session where we just went really deep into like what my resistance was because it felt so big. Like there was basically this part of me that even if everyone told me exactly what I needed to do, I was either wasn't going to do it or I was going to sabotage myself because that there was something that needed to be seen in there. And I can't even remember what it was off the top of my head, but like literally we like we went into that and saw that and witnessed that and cleared that. And like within a week, I got like so much stuff done that I could have like it could like I could have done for the, the past two years, but I just couldn't do because I felt this huge piece of resistance inside of myself. And, you know, I, I believe this deeply like you I, I did a reel about this yesterday. It's like, you can't do the inner work by yourself 
only like you need someone to reflect something to you like i you know myself and you i know we both do this work but we also have someone else to help us with it because you just can't see inside of yourself and that's something i couldn't bring out within me and it was so cool to have you reflect that to me in a way that i couldn't witness within myself you know Mm, totally like it's so powerful to just have that person in your corner like and to let them reflect to you and for you to actually hold that reflection you know to get something reflected to you is one thing but for you to allow your ego to just hop to the side for a hot minute you know respectfully and allow yourself to witness that reflection and be like oh okay it's like the penny drops you know the piece of information and as soon as you witness that piece as soon as you see it it's like right. I get it. Now I get to clear this and I get to make a choice to do it differently, or I get to do the somatic work that I need to do, or I get to do the mindset work that I need to do. And now it becomes easy. And you know, you're a beautiful testament of that. In one week, you pretty much built out everything you needed to build out after that call. And I remember you said to me, you were like, I'm going to get this done by the end of the month. And you're like, maybe I will, you know, there was a little bit of doubt in your mind with that, but you really wanted to get it done. And I think it was two or three days before the end of the month. You're like, I've done it all. And I was like, I blew my own mind. I was like, wow, I didn't know if I fully believed that that was possible. And I also, what was cool through even just that conversation that we had is I didn't do it in the old way that I would do things because I am a, I like can do a lot of things at once. I'm a manifesting generator. Your girl can be efficient, but sometimes like efficient, but not efficient. So like I manifesting generators are known to like skip steps. Right. And I was like, I don't want to, because, but I also believe that that can be a bit of like a self-sabotage. And I was like, I don't want to build out this funnel and skip steps. And it be like, just, I'm just going to put it out there just to say that I have done it right by the end of the month. Because I think sometimes people do that. You're like, oh, well, I've done it. Right. And there's nothing wrong with like, being messy first before you, you know, can perfect something. But like, I'm at a point where like, I could, I know that I can perfect that. And I didn't want to go into an old pattern. And just through us having that, like my, me having that revelation through that conversation, I not only like finished that by the end of the month, but I also finished it in a way that I was so fucking proud of. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that I didn't skip steps. And I know that I was like, okay, cool. Because there was a part of me that even realized that through me just saying that I'm efficient and I get stuff done really fast, but not doing it to like my hundredth percentile. That was part of me self-sabotaging my own success of being seen, of of having everything that I've ever dreamed of, of like helping all the humans. Because when we get to these higher levels in business, we're breaking through these more bizarre levels where if someone's just working on their general happiness and well-being, you're never gonna be they're never gonna be able to comprehend that, you know, you have a fear of like everything being so great, you know, and everything working out. Right. But it's like, you get to a certain level in your own personal development where you start hitting these new ceilings that you haven't necessarily realized. And that's why I love business so much because I really believe that the growth oriented human moves into business because business is constantly challenging you to grow. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that you've had an ego, death in the past year that has led you to, because we were speaking about before this, mm-hmm. you haven't, there's no podcast out with Jasmine. And so I feel so grateful that I'm like popping her new cherry. What <laughs> led to your ego death and who are you now? Oh my goodness. The last year has been a wild year. I truly believe it was my year of becoming the woman, really becoming the woman. And 
I had to, I actually think I had two ego deaths in the past year. The first one was really witnessing the little girl in me that just wanted to keep playing games with people, that wanted to keep manipulating situations in her favor without holding integrity. And for me to witness that within myself, how much that has played out in my life, in my relationships, in every part, I died. And that was like a three-week ego death that I didn't know if I was going to come back from because I remember I was walking along the foreshore, going for my daily walk, thinking to myself, who am I? Who am I? Is the answer ever going to come? Because I'm not, I can't be that girl anymore. But what comes in replacement to one of the only coping mechanisms and behaviors I ever knew, right? And it's really hard to admit that that's that's one of the things because it's the ugly side, it's the shadow side, right? Like we don't like to admit those things, but I'm more than happy to have the conversation. But I remember I was so confused and so lost. And one day I was like, you know, it actually doesn't matter that I don't have the answer right now. What matters is like, I'm just going to keep going forward and I'm going to keep trying to figure out what direction I want to go in. And I'm just going to trust it's going to come. So that was my ego death. Number one, my ego death. Number two was going from the good girl, the people pleaser into really just owning my shit and being direct. And if people don't like it, that's not my problem. And to even say that still brings a little bit of activation, but I don't want to be the good girl. I don't want to be the people pleaser. I don't want to be the one that loves everything all the time. Like I love my life, but I don't, if I don't agree with your opinion, like I will respect your opinion, but I won't take that on and I won't take the projection on of that. And I'm actually okay to stand in that and say that, right, Mm -hmm. to anyone. And that feels so powerful in who, in that next level of myself and becoming that woman, because it's now that conviction and that power in who I am and what I believe in. And it's no longer being fearful of being judged or rejected because of that. Right. And I think that's, you know, why we're always people please because we're so fearful of rejection, so fearful of abandonment. And once I really healed those wounds underneath, I'm like, I got me. I fucking got me 24 seven. If no one else has got me, I've got me all the time, 24 seven, seven days a week. I'm here with myself forever. That's fucking brilliant. And that was the second ego death for me. So it was definitely that shadow part of myself and that good girl part of myself to really come to a place now where it's like, I know I'm a powerful human. I know I'm a magnetic human. I know that I change lives. I'm such an integral human. I live by my values every single day and I know who I am and I love who I am. And that feels so powerful now, so powerful beyond my wildest belief. If I, the girl in the psych ward, if she was looking at me now, she would be in so much disbelief that we got here, like so much disbelief. She she probably wouldn't even believe that this is the reality that we're living, you know, but it's so beautiful and so powerful. So yeah, this is, this is Jasmine Kemp and I'm so proud. What do you think that you would say to that girl in the psych ward? Oh, I would say to her, hold on, it's coming and it's going to be better than you could have ever imagined. And I know that there is darkness right now, but I promise you there is going to be so much joy and love in every cell of your body and you're going to feel so much expansion every single day in your life and it gets to be beautiful and I promise you 
It gets to be beautiful. And I'm here with you every step of the way. Mm. I love that. Mm. I love that. Just take a moment for that to marinate because that was really good. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I've said that. I've thought about that myself in those moments when I think there's a lot of people in this world, if not everyone, that has had kind of like the fall to your ground, fall to the ground on your knees, crying moment, shaking your fist at the universe and wondering like why you are the way that you are, why your life is the way that you are. Like in some way, shape or form, so many of us have had those moments and, you know, for myself as well. And similar to you, you said, hold on. Um, One of the things that I've thought that I would say to that version of myself is if you only knew, like if Mm. you only knew it was coming, girl, you would just find a new level of spark inside of yourself. It makes me emotional saying it, but you know, for whether it be hold on and and for anyone that is listening, like, you know, you might have had a moment like this. You might be in a moment like this, like take these messages as your sign from the universe and what you needed to hear, whether it be if you only knew what was coming or hold on because it gets better um, and there's more joy than you could have ever imagined. I think it's such like, such an empowering reminder that we all need because the journey of business is not, it's not smooth sailing. It's like triggering and challenging and frustrating and um, also exciting and amazing, but it it's such an incredible gift for the people out there that are wanting to grow and, and become these humans that they know that they can be. Um, I know, wait, actually, you said you have ego death number one. You were trying to figure out who you were. And you gave yourself weeks to decide. Did it come? Did you figure it out? Well, I feel like I figured it out now. Like I know <laughs> okay. who I am now. But like during that time, no. But I just kept trudging on the path, right? Because you can either choose to sit in the shit or you yeah. can choose to keep going forward. And at that moment, I was like, I'm just going to stop playing victim to this ego death because there was a part of me that was like, oh, poor me. I just went through the ego death. It's so hard. And it's like, yeah, it's fucking hard. But I sit in that and don't move or I move and I just chose to keep moving. And now the answers are here. And I feel really resolved in all of that. Mm. I think it's like the reminder. I say this to my clients as well. It's like, sometimes you're in those moments. And I think, especially as women, like we try and figure out what the answer is. We're like, where is this coming from? Like, what is my thing right now? We're like, we want to know, like we can just look, cause we're in such like a, um, I was on a podcast the other day, like Amazon prime, you know, like Google search society where we get the answers or the packages so quickly that we want the same thing for ourselves. And sometimes it is just giving ourselves like a few days, a few weeks, a few months to just be like, okay, I don't know, but I'm just going to keep walking because it's going to come because it always does come if we keep moving forward, but it doesn't come if we stay stuck in that same place. Right. Mm, Totally agree. Yeah. I know recently you went and have had a really big trip that changed your perspective and activated you and you flew to the UK for this conference. So make the, okay. Like I'm in Jasmine's world. I talk to her like every week. So I know this sounds like really creepy. I like, and I, or I did really great research, but like, I know what's going on in Jasmine's life based on what she shares on social media. Right. And so you went to the UK and Greece. Um, and that was a huge, like awakening kind of for you. What, what came from that? Oh God, the trip that changed my life again, you know, <laughs> Yeah. So I remember I, I told my dad at the start of the year, I want to go to Europe, but I'm not going to go this year. 
I'm not going to go. You know, I made every excuse in the book. Flights are too expensive. It's too hard to organize. No one wants to come with me, you know, all of the excuses. And life just kept going on. And I was like, perfect, not going. I've accepted I'm not going. And then I get a, a text message from one of my good friends and they say to me, hey, I'm going to the UK in three days to speak at a conference. I think you should come. And I'm like, three days. All right. <laughs> you know what? These opportunities don't come around. What else am I going to be doing on the weekend? I might as well fly to the UK. I have the resources to do so. My business can come with me. I would be silly to say no. And so I went on Skyscanner that day. I booked a trip and off to the UK. Three days later, I went completely unorganized, but it was fantastic, right? Because I didn't know what was next. And so I had accommodation booked for the UK, but I didn't book a return flight home because there was a part of me that knew I wasn't meant to come home yet. There was a part of me that knew. And so I booked a one-way flight. I was in the UK at this conference. It was a fucking amazing conference. The conferences over there are like parties. It's like, am I at a party or am I at a marketing conference? I don't know, but this is fantastic. Everyone was just so accepting. You can walk up to anyone in a room and have a conversation and become best friends with them. The lighting was amazing. The music was amazing. The humor was so good. It was like the humanness in business had finally landed in this conference. And I was like, this is just so cool. And so that for me expanded me in one way that there are these fucking successful business owners. And I'm talking like $80 million net worth, like hugely successful. That is so human. And they have their mental health struggles and they struggle with life and they struggle with, you know, business and the new level. And they're just normal humans. They're not quote unquote special. They're not quote unquote had a, a different, you know, advanced upbringing. Okay. Yes. Some people may, some people may not, but these specific people were just normal human beings. And I was like, that is so cool because they got there. So I know that anyone in this room, we can also get there, which is so beautiful because it's so normalized that they were so human. They weren't put it on a pedestal. They didn't put themselves on a pedestal. They were so open and so vulnerable. And I was like, this is epic. So that was kind of my expansion moment number one in terms of what is possible for mm. a normal human. And then my expansion number two was when I flew to Greece and I was in Santorini and I saw this rock. And this is a really bizarre story, but just saying, <laughs> you saw a rock. <laughs> I saw and a it rock. changed my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, this rock did. I don't know why, but I saw this rock and I was like, I'm going to go sit in this rock. It was a huge rock face cliff thing. And there was no way to climb up there except really getting your hands dirty and your knees scuffed and your shoes dirty. And I was so sad because my shoes were bright white. And then afterwards they were not bright white anymore. That's okay. <laughs> Nappy sand to the wind. Um, but I was climbing up this rock face and something was just calling me, like calling me to this rock face. And I sat in there and I just went into full meditation. And I don't know what magic dropped in that day. And I know this sounds so fucking bizarre and it, it kind of is bizarre, right? There is no tangible words for it. But it was in that moment I was like, I know my mission. I just know. My mission is for me to just help everyone create freedom, internal freedom, the conviction and the confidence, but the external freedom to do what I just did, to pack my laptop up, to go do what I want to do, and have total control and sovereignty over my life because this is it. It doesn't come again. We're not going to 
be in this human body, in this human form ever again. And so what a waste of life it is to be stuck, not having control over your life, your one life. I, 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 I just can't, I, I can't fathom that, right? And so my mission is like, how can I help everyone get so much confidence in the human that they are so that they get the, I guess, that, that, that confidence to be able to say, I'm going to do this for myself too. Because I can give you, like I said, I can give you any fucking strategy to build any business. Like that's the easy stuff, but it's that internal freedom of loving who you are, knowing who you are, feeling the fear and trusting yourself to be able to say, right, I'm going to build this life for myself as well. And then I give you the external tools to do the thing to build the business, to quit the job, to be able to travel the world. And if traveling the world isn't the thing for you, maybe picking up your kids from school, retiring your husband or wife, whatever that looks like, right? Whatever that tangible freedom is for you. And it was just in that moment where I was like, life is so precious, like so precious. And I kind of already knew that from my psych ward and my suicide attempts. Like I knew that life was precious, but it was in that moment, a whole other level of magnetism came into that. And I was like, fuck. Fuck everyone. I just wanted at that moment, I wanted to shake the whole world, like grab the earth and like shake everyone, like you would a snow globe and be like, guys, mm. please, like do the thing. Like life is so precious. And so, yeah, that one rock face changed the entirety of my mission, the entirety of my business structure, the entirety of what I want my life to look like. And I, it's not an ego death. I would never say that's a death. What I'm actually calling it is a complete rebirth with no death. It's just a complete understanding now. Mm. And it's beautiful. So beautiful. You know that there's, you you might already know this, but there's like a lot of powerful codes in Greece and like people go there. This is again, the the woo 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 side of me, but like people go there and place like grids because there's so much powerful energy in Greece. I mean, like, think about it. Like it it is kind of like Greece and Rome, like the birth of the modern civilization that we live in. Right. but that makes so much sense that you had such a powerful activation in Greece because I know a, a lot of people go there to be activated, just similar to like people go to Egypt um, in the pyramids. And so it's like maybe that rock had some type of like grid laid over it or it was like meant to be or someone else had like created something someday so that you were meant to be there at that moment and have that for your like new perspective on, you know, the world and what we all need. So that's just so freaking cool. And I think it's such a, beautiful reminder because sometimes we just get even in business right in an online business I know we've spoken about this before it's like I love working from home I love having the freedom but sometimes it's like okay I like show up to my little office and I get on my little computer like video conference every day and we um can forget that first of all what we're doing is so big and powerful but also get out into the world and go out and travel and don't just do it to like build this business but do it to build your life and to build your vision and i it's so cool to see that that's been like rebirthed within you and reactivated within you because like i can feel the passion behind you and it's electric i love that and i feel like we go into business because we want to build a business, right? Because we want some type of freedom or money or we have an impact or passion that we want to like create, right? But during that process, we sometimes do forget that there is a whole life to be lived because most of us work from home now, right? Especially if you're an online business, you work from home. So you go from your bedroom into your office in these four walls that you can see here. 
open your laptop. We have these conversations, close your laptop. Okay. You're in your house. Okay. I may leave and go to Coles and do my food shopping and, you know, do what I need to do. But sometimes that expansiveness, we forget about that because we're in the four walls of what we've can like we uh we built for ourselves almost and we need to break free of that shackles that we have placed on ourselves because we did not build an online business to stay at home and have a glorified job we built an online business to live and there is so much uh specifically in the online space if you're an online business you may witness this and if you're not in online business and you want to go that way this is a great thing for you to know There is so much focus on the money. There is so much focus on the success and the notoriety, but there is not enough focus on the impact and living the life. And I feel like this is where we get to start changing the story, Danielle, for like everyone, there is a life to be lived. And while business is amazing because we get to change lives and we get to transform and we get the freedom and the wealth, like don't let that be everything. Like let business be the vehicle for the life you want to live right? We forget that it's the vehicle. We, we sometimes think it's the life. We forget that it's the vehicle for the life. A hundred percent. If there was one thing that you could do to make a positive change in the coaching industry, and you could just share the message with like this one message with everyone, um, what would that be? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like the controversial the non-controversial answer <laughs> oh you can do both I love controversial though I think the first thing we need to do is we need to stop focusing on the striped screenshots as our main marketing messaging and <laughs> like genuinely like you yeah. know yeah and actually focus on the transformations we're creating for our humans right? Mm. And how we love our humans and how the humans are feeling in our world, because that's a testament of our business and success, not the striped screenshots, right? If you've made 100K in the past month, yet everyone in your world hates their life, doesn't feel connected to you, doesn't feel connected to themselves, is that success? And is that someone I want to invest in? Absolutely not. Right. So I think that's that's the more I would say, quote unquote, controversial answer. Now, if we want to go down the other route of one piece of advice that I could spread, it's like everyone just needs to embody who they are more and love who they are more and have more conviction in who they are and stop copying everyone else. Right. Because we don't need everyone else. What we need is you your magic, your essence, your experience, your skill set, exactly who you are right now in this moment. We need more of that, more of you. And so if you find yourself in the comparison trap of like, oh, I need to be more like her because it's working for her. No, 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 no. Like let's mute and unfollow and let's come back to you and your essence and your mission and who you are as a human because we need more of that. We need more individuality. Where, what is next for Jasmine Kemp? Oh, what is next? Such a big question, Danielle. (laughs) (laughs) At the moment, I'm restructuring a little bit of the internal um, 
parts of my business just to create a little bit more impact for my clients, but a little bit more freedom for myself. So there's a little bit of restructuring going in there. We still have the two masterminds. So six figure baddie and seven figure baddie for women who want to grow their business to six and multi six figures and then seven figures. So the two different spaces there. And then there's going to be a membership that I'm going to be releasing, which is going to be very, very exciting. I'm so excited for that. And then I want to do some really tangible courses. So there's a lot of, and I love the space. There's a lot of like the energetics and everything like that. And I love that because I'm all about that, as you can see, but some more tangible things that you can implement in your business within two weeks, that'll make a huge change within a month. There's some like cleanups there that I want to start bringing out to the world. And then in terms of more and more and more, what I see for myself over the next year is moving out of Perth, somewhere, Bali, Dubai, Europe, and traveling full-time and actually documenting that process as an online business owner, not in the way of, hey, you want to travel the world, DM me and money bag, and I'll set you up in 30 days. Like <laughs> Not in that way, you know, yeah, yeah. but in the way of like, these are my struggles with traveling. Mm-hmm. This is my struggle that I'm having right now. This is how I'm fixing it. And really showing that entrepreneurial mindset that it's not always like roses, like, yes, it's a fucking great life, but there are challenges and this is how I'm navigating and really coming more into that, like free advice, free coaching space as well. Um, so that people can absorb the knowledge because again, it's just that mission is so strong and I want people to take the leap for themselves. And I know that sometimes people are going to take time and they're not ready to invest yet. So how can I bring more of that message into the world in like a free way? I love that. Mm. And your excitement, like, I think that you're just such a like powerhouse of unique perspective in this industry because you actually have so much knowledge you literally have so much knowledge of marketing which is such a refreshing thing because i think some people say that they're marketing geniuses or coaches but like have no background in that and you like legitimately do um but you also have that real self-aware potent um lens of inner work and like personal development and personal transformation which is so needed as well and so i just don't see enough people kind of doing the both And that's what I really love about you. Um, Is there anything else that you have to share before we wrap up today? Because this Mm -hmm. has just been a fucking firehouse. But I know you are a wealth of knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) I think the one thing I would like to share is like for people just to take a moment after this podcast and sit and see what more they want from their life, right? Because what you have right now is amazing and we always stay grateful for everything we have. But what more do you want to be available to? And how can you start taking steps in that direction for yourself? Because you are so worthy of that. You so deserve it. You have one opportunity in life to do it. This is the youngest you'll ever be in your life. And so don't wait because you don't want to get to 80 and look back and be like, I wish I built the business. I wish I booked that Europe trip. I wish I told that person I loved them. I wish I did X, Y, and Z. You don't want to get to an older age and have so much regret for the life you didn't live because you were so fearful to take the step. And so when we feel that fear, and if you're feeling that fear right now, just know you're not going to die. You're not going to die. Like that's as easy as it gets to be. Do the thing. You will figure it out. Trust yourself because life is to be lived and it is so special. Boom. Mic drop. 
book closed. That was amazing. You're fantastic. Where can people find you and get into your world and what's next for you? Or like things that they could get into your world in. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Find me on Instagram, Jasmine Kemp, K-E-M-P with two underscores underneath at the end. Send me a DM. Tell me about your situation. Like let's actually connect before you know, seeing if this mastermind is good for you or this product is good for you or whatever. Like I truly just want to connect with the human. Let me know how you are, who you are and what you want from life. And we can see what goes from there. But yeah, thank you so much, Danielle. Like this podcast has been such a beautiful breath of fresh air for myself to be able to share the story, to be able to share the evolution. And I so hope inspire others to go live their life as well. Mm. This has been amazing. Thank you so much, Jasmine. I hope you have all enjoyed and have a beautiful day. Thank you. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied, cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>